On today's episode, we talk about the Boy Scouts, what is happening with the price of eggs, and Joe Rogan talks about chat GPT again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Socially Sensitive Podcast. This is Socially Solo, episode number 154. Today's Wednesday, day, yeah. February 8th, 2023. Today's National Days. Today's National Kite Flying Day. So if someone tells you to go fly a kite today, that's not as aggressive as it might sound. Today's also National Boy Scout Day. Um, Boy Scouts was created back in 1908. Um, I wasn't a Boy Scout, but uh, my son Damien was. You know, there's a a lot of memories of uh, his time as a Cub Scout and then growing up through Boy Scouts. And then uh, he got his Eagle Scout in uh, 2019. That was uh, definitely a very proud moment. Um, but all that time, Laura, she was a you know, huge driving force in Cub Scouts for him. Um, and I think most of the time, if it wasn't for her, I'm not sure what kind of uh, Cub Scout pack our little community here um, would have had. But, uh, you know, all that time we spent with Damien through Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts, you know, really helped us as a family. Um, Trinity was always you know, involved as a sibling um, with Damien all through Cub Scouts, too. Um, You know, there are a lot of the trips and events in Scouts that uh, made up most of our family events during that time period. You know, there are uh, a lot of great memories there, and uh, Scouts definitely holds a a great place in our hearts because of it. Um, Bitcoin, Bitcoin is at $23,110 which is up uh, another half a percent from yesterday, so still another steady climb. One of the first stories I saw was, uh, you know, everyone knows that egg prices have been uh, a little ridiculous over the past couple of months. Well, it looks like, you know, we might be headed for a little bit of a relief because, you know, egg prices climbed to record highs back in December. A dozen large eggs had uh, more than doubled in price all through during 2022. And uh, economists said that a historic outbreak of bird flu in the U.S. is what caused a lot of that. It's what disrupted, I guess, the production and supply of eggs. Um, wholesale egg prices since then have fallen by more than 50% since December. And uh, so hopefully all the retail egg prices will uh, follow in their footsteps. On average, uh, You know, they reached a peak of $5.43 a dozen on December 19th. And uh, now they're falling back down to uh, $2.61 per dozen was what the average on Monday was. I also wanted to tell everyone about a new coffee brand called Coffee Brand Coffee. It's fresh roasted to order using only the highest quality coffee sourced direct from farms around the world. Coffee Brand Coffee was built by creating direct trade partnerships with many coffee producers that use sustainable coffee growing standards. We feel that this uh, dedication to quality should be obvious when you have uh, Coffee Brand Coffee in your cup. And uh, there are nearly 20 new flavors and the uh, upcoming tea line. And uh, they even have hot cocoa too. So check them out at coffeebrandcoffee.com and use the coupon code SENSITIVE. For an additional 5% off. So give them a try. 
Joe Rogan had on his uh, show the other day, uh, Crystal Ball and Cigar and Jaddy, on his show, um, and they were talking about Chat GPT, which I know is still what everybody is talking about. Um, which uh, Google uh, announced their competitor um, that they're supposed to be uh, doing the demo rollout of it today. And uh, so, of course, Microsoft um, announced their rollout yesterday for their competitor, which combines Bing and uh, ChatGPT together, which, you know, Microsoft has made, um, I think what they're saying is close to a $10 billion investment into uh, OpenAI, the company that makes um, ChatGPT, trying to tie it in with uh, their search. So we'll see today how Google's turns out when they do that demo today. But uh, here's that clip of uh, Joe Rogan talking with them. I heard Lex Friedman talk about it though. Lex I, was I on my podcast fully through your podcast oh, the I, other day. I'd be yeah. interested to hear what he has to say. Yeah, he said Chat 4.0 is on the way. Oh, that's right, because it has more be, information that's going to be available. It's going to be way, right. way, way better. See, I listened to Sam Altman, who's the CEO of OpenAI, which makes ChatGPT. I heard he got a question about the fourth version because there is a lot of speculation that it's going to be like. A whole other universe in terms of his capabilities that it's going to be close more closely approximating actual intelligence in a way that's going to really super freak people out like those are the that's what a lot of people like lex and others i guess are uh, projecting he was really trying to pour cold water on that idea but that may just be because he doesn't want to get it overhyped he right. wants to set the bar low so that when the thing actually drops you know, it, it lands with a appropriate, I guess, well, fanfare. The real thing of concern is that this didn't exist four years ago, three years ago, two years ago, and now it exists and it's gotten better really quickly. Mm -hmm. yep. Maybe it did exist two years ago, but it wasn't publicly consumable. It didn't have a chat function. Right. right. That was a thing. See, yeah. that's the thing is actually, uh, this was again, you know, listening to this interview with Sam Altman, he was talking about how he was actually really surprised by the way that the public, when they saw, when they got to play with it, were like, oh my God. Because in his mind, working so closely with the technology, this just felt like the next logical step. But for people who hadn't been deeply, you know, enmeshed in the details of the technology, when suddenly you had this thing in front of you and you could play with it and then you've got this like the image generators and whatever, that it it kind of blew people's minds. And we've been talking about how um, you've got universities, professors who are freaked out. Yeah, this is our favorite. About kids cheating on tests and, you know, yeah. using this to write their essays and whatever. And so I do think it's going to require a kind of entire rethink of the um, of the university experience of what which parts of like what parts of what human beings can do are more difficult to replicate by the machine because the machine can spit out a Sagar and Jetty theoretical UFO monologue, but it can't create new ideas, mm -hmm. right? It's lacking a sort of like creativity. For and now. Yeah, for now. Yes, for now. For now. That's the, the, the real thing is for now. Because I think it's going to, and well, I think within five years it's going to be better at us. Oh, better, better at being us than us. But I that's think... actually important, and that's one of the fun <laughs> things that we're seeing through the ChatGPT yeah. uh, education, which I love. And actually, it's fascinating. We get a ton of feedback on those segments because it's a lot of college kids are fed up with bullshit busy work. A lot of professors are tearing up their entire syllabus, and they're like, "All right, 
Now we're going to go to oral examination. We're going to have a discussion mm. in class. And I was like, that's, that's great. great. That's fantastic. That's you great. shouldn't be doing a bullshit yes. essay first draft. But, it's like, but that also teaches you how to write, which yeah, is well, actually well, important. Actually, I don't know if it does, actually. Well, uh, it could. Well, yes, well but so, if you have, so the, the comparison they make is to like the uh, invention of the calculator. Yeah. It's like mm. you still need to understand the math to know what to put into the calculator. Right. But you don't need to know to, how to do all that shit Correct. by hand. We, and I do think part of the freak out right now is because most automation that has like killed people's jobs has been service workers, has been blue collar. And now you have a lot of white collar workers who are like, oh shit, this could be coming for me. Do you well, see the BuzzFeed thing? That no, BuzzFeed hired ChatGPT or is going to use ChatGPT to auto-generate listicles. Yeah, they, they laid off. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, they, they just laid 10% of their oh staff off. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, and this by the is way, the big fear, and their right? stock yeah. didn't their stock like yeah, their stock went up. By, I want to say ninety five percent in a single day. Fire people, yeah. give Yay. me more money. Yay. Hooray! <laughs> what a great system we have. Not great, yeah. But doesn't that leave room for Substack people? Yes, and absolutely. doesn't it leave room for creators that you get an obvious look into their mind and they take pride in their writing? I would say to young kids. I would say fuck around with chat GPT. I would say figure out what it does because it's an important thing. But learn how to write. I think it's good for you. And I think if you want to get better at whatever you're doing that requires writing, like if you're going to be a journalist, even if you use chat GPT to give you a framework, you should yeah. learn how to be creative. Absolutely. Well, it's good for you. Yeah. I do think that's a good point, And it's where the calculator analogy kind of fails. Because the calculations are the calculations. There's yes. no, like, style or voice that right. goes into it. Right. Whereas, you know, I mean, Sagar and I write a lot every single week. I know you write a lot as part of, you know, being a comedian. And when you do that a lot over time, you develop your own voice. You develop yes. your own style that you maybe aren't going to come to if you're starting with the chat GPT framework. Even if you're not just wholesale, like, taking whatever chat gives you and, like, selling that off as your own, even if you're taking it and workshopping, whatever, it's not quite the same right. as staring at the blank piece of paper and creating it in your voice. Unique and the voice satisfaction that you get. Absolutely. Yeah. The satisfaction when you write something that you enjoy, that you're like, oh, I did a yeah. lot of work on this and I'm, I'm really proud it. of it. Yeah, yeah there, it, it is. I mean, you know, we write these monologues for the show and like we do three a week. So some of them are going to be great. Some of them are going to be, you know, solid summary and you're like oh it was a bit of a struggle but when you get that one that it's like you have the idea and you're able to lay it out in a way that you feel like really captures what you were trying to say and like makes a point that you feel like hasn't been made before that's it's wonderful that's film. why yeah. i'm celebrating it with the classroom though because i had to do when i was in college like, we had so many bullshit like busy work quizzes that they were just doing to assign so they could check a box on the syllabus now they're sitting in the classroom being like, what do you think? They have to test yeah. you live to see yeah. if you're either paying attention. I think that's great. Like that's ultimately like, what did we really get out of college? Like, I don't know, uh, in terms of what I use right now, even you were talking about writing, a lot of that was bullshit academic writing. When I t learned how to write for journalism, it's totally different. It's like all the opposite rules actually, mm. in terms of the way you do it. But from what's being, what's useful in life is being able to understand ideas, 
op, part of what our show is, consider an alternative point of view. The famous Plato quote, it's a mark of an intelligent mind to consider an opinion, something something like he, an opinion that he doesn't necessarily agree with. It's yeah. I'm butchering it. But that is what you could possibly get out of higher education today. Coming together, taking a four-year pause in your life, talking with this professor. There's a professor right now at UPenn, Wharton, who's actually requiring ChatGPT in the classroom. He's like, no, 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 for entrepreneurship. We're all going to use it. We're going to learn how to use this tool together and then we're going to talk about it in the classroom that's what education actually can be and so i talk a lot about higher education corruption and, and really what it is to me is you know places charging eighty thousand dollars a year which is outrageous putting these kids into debt and not teaching them anything which is actually useful in the real world well, and i think just, this is useful it's like just talking, like a learning it's just like a stamp of yeah approval. it's a credential you know yeah. it's, a, it's a credential yeah. that's what yeah. it is i mean i will say so i study economics and we obviously talk a lot about economics but the shit that i learned was like you know it's all very doctrinaire it was right. all very like supply and demand yeah i mean it was <laughs> like, like a lot of stuff i had to like <laughs> unlearn the propaganda of <laughs> oh well that's all i have today just want to thank everybody for listening and uh, if you enjoyed this episode please be sure to share it with your friends and family and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we hope you have an amazing rest of your day. See you tomorrow. Bye. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.